Welcome back to the One Two Kentucky Blue Podcast. I'm your host, Coach John Sproak. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Recently on Instagram, I've been posting old videos and photos of our strength and conditioning department on Fridays, a little hashtag flashback Fridays. And recently I posted a photo of Steph Tracy Simmons, aka CT, aka CTS, and the former Bridget Hamill. Uh, an old picture of them in our office in Shively weight room. And I wanted to emphasize the growth that our strength and conditioning department has seen since I've been here. And specifically, I was talking about the number of strength and conditioning coaches we had on staff in 2009 when the photo was taken versus where we are now in 2021. And that spurred me to take some time and reflect on how much our program has grown during my tenure here. And that's where my conversation lies, where we were, where we are now, and also where we're headed in the future. I hope you enjoy this episode. As many of you know, I have been at Kentucky for 15 years, and I have seen our strength and conditioning department grow over my time here. During this episode, I want to talk through where we have been, where we are now, and my vision for our strength and conditioning department moving forward. During this talk, I plan on going in chronological order, but I will bounce back and forth between talking about our staff growth versus how much our facilities have grown as well. And I'm going to start this conversation back in 2002. Now that's four years before I set foot on UK's campus, but 2002 is an important year because that was the year Steph Tracy Simmons, back then better known as Coach Tracy, AKA CT was hired as the head strength conditioning coach for Olympic sports at UK. Now, when Steph got on campus in 2002, she was a staff of one, one person for all of the Olympic sports. So that's softball, swimming and diving, the tennis programs, the soccer programs, volleyball, et cetera, et cetera. It was just her. And it wasn't until a few months down the road that she was able to hire on Jeff Sides, and Sides was her first full-time assistant. Over the next few years, they were just a staff of two. Now, during that time, and Steph often talks about what the facilities looked like in 2002, we had one weight room, and that is Shively weight room. And Shively was and still is a 35-square-foot weight room for our Olympic sports. So the staff was small, whether it was just Steph or Steph and Jeff, there was one weight room for all those teams as well. And Steph often talks about what Shively looked like when she first got on campus. And the one thing she always emphasizes is that there was this big, ridiculous, ugly, oversized, high-speed treadmill in Shively. And as you can tell by my description, she did not like it one bit. It took up a lot of space and it wasn't very functional. And then there were also uh, a few squat racks in Shively on top of that. And it wasn't until 2004 that she was able to get the funds to remodel Shively weight room. And even though I wasn't on campus in 2004, When I got on campus in 2006, it looked very similar, and I'm going to try to describe it to you right now. So in 2004, Steph was able to get rid of the high-speed treadmill 
and she was able to line the perimeter of the weight room with 12 platforms and half racks. With the racks and platforms, she also had two dumbbell racks in there, and the dumbbells were okay. They weren't great, but they were all mismatched. Some of them needed to be tightened daily. Uh, the nut that held the weights on there needed to be tightened daily so they didn't fall apart. And several of them looked like they came from a prison yard, meaning that they looked like they were chiseled out of a giant piece of rock. Uh, on top of that, in 2004, Shivy Weight Room did not have much of a sound system. There was a stereo in there, but it could only play AM and FM radio. So more often than not, the athletes just chose not to listen to the morning traffic report as opposed to uh, nothing at all. So we had to create our own energy and own, at own atmosphere besides because we couldn't rely on music to get us going in the mornings. On top of Shively, football's weight room was located in the Nutter Training Center, and we'll talk about Nutter as we get more towards the present day, but that facility has gone through several remodels. There also was a small uh, basketball-only weight room in Memorial Coliseum, and from what I understand, that weight room was just loaded with machines like pec decks, leg curl, leg extension, etc. So hopefully that paints a picture what the strength and conditioning facilities looked like between 2002 and uh, 2004. Now, jumping back to our staff, like I said, it was just Steph and Jeff sides for quite a few years. And it wasn't until 2005 that Steph was able to hire on a GA position. And the first person she ever hired in that role was Scott Willis. And then in 2006, I was able to come on staff as a paid intern. So by the time 2006 rolled around, we had a staff of four for Olympic sports. We have two full-time strength coaches and then one GA in Scott Willis and one paid intern in myself. Jumping back to facilities. In 2006, that was a special year. Why? Because I came on board. Yeah. So, and also in 2006, that's when the Joe Craft Center was built as well. And I remember the Joe Craft weight room and the, that facility being finished vividly because one of my first duties as a paid intern was to move about two tons of bumper plates from Shively, where they were being stored, to the new Joe Craft weight room in my tiny little GMC Canyon pickup truck. And I, I'm pretty sure my, my suspension system was uh, totally wrecked after making those trips. Going back to our staff, for the next three to four years, our staff hovered between three to four people uh, working with our strength and conditioning department. Several people left. We rotated through several GAs. Within that time, I was able to be promoted from paid intern to graduate assistant, able to get my master's degree, and then eventually I was promoted to full-time assistant. But one year that is also significant is 2010. Why that is significant? For two reasons. First off, Shively Weight Room was able to get another remodel uh, in 2010. 
the, the layout of the room pretty much stayed the same, but we were able to upgrade our equipment, better half racks, better barbells, newer bumper plates, better dumbbells, better dumbbells. We got to throw out all of the prison style dumbbells and got nice iron grip dumbbells to replace those. But also in 2010, our staff gained a full-time uh, strength coach. And that is the year that Ryan DeBrent moved from a, our football strength conditioning staff to our Olympic sports strength conditioning staff. And that move is pivotal in the development of our program. Over Coach D's tenure with at Kentucky, but specifically with our Olympic sports program, he has brought in an immense level of dedication, positivity, and he is one of the hardest workers that I know. So even though it was super important for us to grow our staff in numbers, the qualities he brought to our staff are, were, they are still invaluable. And sticking with our staff, and let's just jump forward a few years. So between 2010 and 2013, we were able to have three full-time strength coaches. It was Steph, myself, and Coach DeBrent. And we kept our two GA spots as well. And we had several people rotate uh, throughout those GA spots over the years. We had Bridget Hamill, Matt Vogel, Kirby Barnhart, Ryan Metzger, Adam DeFelice, and so many more. But in 2013, things got shook up quite a bit. That was a year that Steph decided to move out of strength and conditioning and move into administration. It was a time of mixed emotions. Uh, myself and Coach D, we lost the leader for our program, but it also gave us an opportunity to step up and lead the program in, a, in the same direction, but also make it our own. It was a tough situation because there was about a seven-month gap where we did not fill the full-time strength and conditioning role that Steph left. So we were undermanned. We were overworked. Uh, but eventually, we're able to fill that position with Jeannie Rankdog Rankin, and then we got back to where we needed to be with three full-time strength coaches and two GA positions. And I think this is a good time to mention that in 2013, like I said, Steph left strength and conditioning and moved into an administrative role, um, athletic director position role. And she's not the only one. And I think it's very unique to Kentucky athletics that we have three former Kentucky strength and conditioning coaches that are administrators. Currently, Steph is the athletic director for the student athlete experience unit. We also have Mark Hill, who is the deputy athletic director. He's pretty much Mitch Barnhart's right-hand man. And then we also have Ray Rock Oliver, who is the athletic director for diversity, equity, and inclusion. So at Kentucky, we have three strength coaches, former strength coaches that are now in very high leadership roles. And it's important to mention that all three of them at some point in their tenure in administration oversaw our athletic development and performance unit. They oversaw strength and conditioning, but currently they don't. They're all in divisions and units outside of performance. And why I think that is important, because there are so many skills, so many things that you learn in the weight room as a strength coach that can be applied to other areas of college athletics. 
And I think it's important to note that you have our athletic director, Mitch Barnhart, who values our strength and conditioning department so much and understands why it's so important in our student athlete success. But also he sees that what a strength coach can bring to an athletic department outside of performance is also very valuable. Moving back uh, into the conversation, talking about our staff. So from 2013 to 2015, uh, the number of strength coaches we had on staff was very consistent. We had myself, Ryan DeVrent, Jeannie Rankin in the full-time role, and then we had two graduate positions as well. But in 2016, we made a shift. And during this time, Mark Hill and Steph uh, Tracy Simmons were in charge of our ADP unit, Athletic Development and Performance. And they were pivotal in allowing us to grow our staff in numbers. In 2016, Stephen Wood had developed from a volunteer strength coach to a paid intern into a full-time strength coach role. And Steph and Mark were obviously key in us um, in creating that position. Also during that time, we were able to add more entry-level positions as well to our staff. And I think why this all came about is because 2016 was the year after Mitch Barnhart laid out our depart departmental goal, which is Elite 135. Everybody at UK knows what that is, but briefly describe it. Elite 135, with Mitch's vision, he wants UK athletics in, we, we have been good. We have been a good athletic department. Then we went to a great athletic department. The next leap, the next step is for us to become elite. In order to do that, we needed more resources because the expectations of our student athletes and our sport coaches was up. So was the expectation for our strength and conditioning department. And in order to meet that expectation, we needed more hands on deck. And like I mentioned before, Steph and Mark allowed us to get that done. So in 2000, um, I think from 2016 to the present day, it pretty much leads us to where we are now. Our strength and conditioning department is very well supported and currently on staff, and it is now October in 2021, we have six full-time strength coaches minus the, the, the football strength coaches, strength coaches that just work with Olympic sports, everything but football. We have six full-time strength coaches, myself, Ryan DeVrent, Stephen Wood, Brendan McDonald, Rob Harris, who works with our men's basketball program, and Lee Taylor, who was just hired on this past year to work with our women's basketball team. We also have two entry-level positions that are in charge of their own team. That's Emily Guyman, who works with our dive team, and then both men and women's golf. And then Steven Strovis, who works with men and women's tennis, our throwers, and our cheerleading, cheerleading program as well. On top of those positions, we have four coaching assistant spots. And these young professionals, their main responsibility is to assist all of us with our team. So they are assigned to certain teams to assist us with their, uh, those teams' strength and conditioning workouts. Currently, that's Connor Gibson, Donnie Gress, Eric Orozaba, and Brendan Essen. 
Now, taking a step back and looking at the growth that our, that our Kentucky Strength and Conditioning Program has had just in my tenure here. In 2006, we had three to four strength coaches on staff. Now in 2021, 15 years later, we're up to 12. It's, it's such amazing growth. And one thing I want to make sure that I mention in regards to facilities, our facilities have grown so much. So it wasn't just Shively and the Joe Craft Center being built. And like I said, all the remodels in Shively. But in 2014, the Nutter Training Center was remodeled. And that is the facility we're currently in. So give you a little background on that. In 2017, our football training center was built. And it's amazing. It's an incredible, amazing facility. It houses the football's weight room, athletic training room, all the team meeting spaces, practice facilities. It's amazing. But in 2017, the football team moved out of Nutter, moved into their new facility, which allowed our Olympic sports strength staff to move somewhat out of Shively. So now we had two facilities. We still have Shively Weight Room, which is a smaller space, 3,500 square feet, but we're able to move into Nutter Training Center. And that weight room is just under 10,000 square feet. And why that is significant is we had a lot of restrictions in Shively. Smaller space, a lot of teams, a lot of student athletes trying to work out at similar times. Once we were able to move into Nutter Training Center, those scheduling restraints, those restrictions essentially went away. We have two weight rooms now, much more space. So when a team needs to work out, it's not so much, hey, can we fit you in? We'll check and see. It's almost an automatic that they're going to be able to find at least some platform, some space in the weight room to get the work that they need done. So we've had growth in the number of strength coaches that we've had. We've had growth in our strength and conditioning facilities, but within our entire unit, our entire performance unit, there has also been a ton of growth. And I think the most significant is the growth in our nutrition department. And Monica Fowler, who got here around 2011, she has done an amazing job of creating our entire nutrition department. It, she literally started with nothing, literally starting started with nothing. And she has now created our fueling stations, our cooking lab. She has hired some great dietitians. And now she and her department are looked at as one of the best nutrition departments in the nation. And it all started with her vision. Our sports medical staff has grown so much. Our sports psychology department was started by Dr. Cormier. Several of my young strength coaches have gone into his master's program and left um, with so much knowledge in regards to sports psychology. And I think it's important to note that this growth within our performance team has been a huge reason why Kentucky athletics has been so successful over the past five, six, seven years. Because thinking back to when I first got here, really between 2006 and 2011, us as strength coaches, we were expected to wear several hats. We were expected to be the leadership coordinator. We were expected to be the disciplinarian, 
the nutritionists. We were expected to go over diet logs and meal plans with the student athletes before Monica came on staff. Sometimes we were expected to be the sports psychologists. And on top of all of that, we needed to be great strength coaches as well. So since our nutrition department has been created and evolved and grown, us as strength coaches, we have been able to focus in on what we love doing, which is strength and conditioning, and let Monica and her dietitians and Dr. Cormier do what they know how to do. So we're able to provide the best service and services to our teams and student athletes. Now, kind of that, that was a lot of information that I just threw at you guys, but you have an understanding of where we've been and where we are now. Now I kind of want to step into where we're going. So I've been at UK for 15 years now. What does the next 15 years look like for Kentucky strength and conditioning? And to be completely honest, I don't exactly know, but I do have a vision for our department. And our vision is this, is I want the Kentucky strength and conditioning department to be, to be revered as one of the best strength and conditioning programs in the world not just in the state of Kentucky, not just in the Southeastern Conference, not just in the nation, but in the world. And I want this to be based on the development and performance of our student athletes and the growth and knowledge of our strength coaches. Now me saying that best in the world, that is what is called my BHAG. And if you don't know what a BHAG is, a BHAG is a big, hairy, audacious goal. The one thing I don't know about my BHAG, about this vision, is how I'm going to quantify it. It's hard to say that this one program or this one strength coach is one of the best in the world, but I need to figure that out. And once I do, once I know how I'm going to make it objective and be able to quantify it, no doubt that I'll hop back on here and let you guys know in another episode. But I do know how we're going to get on the path and stay on the path to being, becoming the best in the world. And that comes down to the simple act of abiding and living by our core values. And at UK Athletics, specifically in our strength and conditioning department, we have five core values that we live by. And they are character, integrity, knowledge, stewardship, and elite mindset. And I'm gonna start with elite. Being elite means you are superior to the rest. So having a, uh, an elite mindset is that we have to make sure that we attack every day, that we are working on ourselves to become the best that we can be. We need to make sure that we never fall in the spectrum of having a mindset of being a victim or being negative. And a lot of that comes down to making sure that when problems arise, we are solution-based. We never complain, not to ourselves, not to others. We cannot complain, we cannot be negative, and we have to be solution-oriented. Coming back to two other core values, character and integrity, and those two go hand in hand. How we do that is we be high-energy professionals that exude positivity. And a lot of this comes down to us being loyal to each other, everybody on our staff, every, us being loyal to our sport coaches, our student athletes, and our university. The knowledge piece, the core value of knowledge is super important as well. We have to make sure that we are growing as a staff, that we are developing as a staff. We need to be able to teach and learn from each other down the chain and up the chain. 
just as much as I want to teach our young strength coaches about being um, great coaches on the floor as they are taking student athletes through their workouts, specifically the Olympic lifts. That's where my strength lies is coaching and programming for the Olympic lifts. I need to make sure they have that knowledge and they're gaining those experiences, but I also got to make sure that I'm learning from them. Everybody has a strength and I got to be able to look at our young entry-level strength coaches and be able to take something from them. We also have to make sure that we're growing individually. Everybody has their strengths. Everybody has their areas of improvements. You have to know where those lie and you need to make sure that you are educating yourself to make sure you are strengthening your strengths, but you have to be able to look at those areas that you're not so great at and improve in those areas as well. And the last core value is stewardship. What that comes down to is we have to be intentional with the resources we are given. Like I said, Kentucky and Kentucky strength and conditioning is a special place. Our athletic director believes and knows the importance of our strength and conditioning program and how much it affects the success as Kentucky athletics as a whole. Like I mentioned before, we have three former UK strength and conditioning coaches that are now in administration. And I know that all three of them have our back and have our best interests at heart. So we are supported emotionally and financially, financially, and we must be intentional with the resources we are given. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed hearing where we have come from, from 2002 to 2006 when I got on board, to where we are now and where I see us heading. If you have any feedback for us, always feel free to email us questions, comments, anything. You can email us at ukstrength at uky.edu. Thanks and go Cats.